The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. 1970s. Mid to early, uh, early to mid 1970s. There was a, a movement to give a conservative voice some time on, on the airwaves. And the former governor of California, Ronald Reagan, was tapped to do a, a daily commentary where he'd visit with with folks in afternoon drive right around this time. And radio stations all over the country would be able to sponsor it. And that's before we went to the break. That's what, that was the setup. You would, Ronald Reagan would come in, give a tease and they'd have a little commercial playing in the middle. And then Ronald Reagan would come back to give his ideas on the issues of the day. Now, what you're going to find so striking when I play this, this, this segment from his, collected speeches called Reagan in his own voice, which is a a companion to Reagan in his own hand, which is a written book. Speeches written out by by Ronald Reagan and his commentaries written out. Actually, I think it was exclusively commentaries. These are the audio versions of the commentaries, those that could be rescued. And what a fantastic... Um, collection Chiron Skinner put together of uh, of judge I mean he talks about all manner of things in this collection if you don't have Reagan in his own voice I highly highly suggest it because the way Congress is going today and because you know we've got elected leaders who aren't even not even talking about getting the debt under control History and these tapes may be the only, other than talk radio, maybe the only uh, source for conservative thought. Certainly you can't find much of it in the, in the ranks of, of Republicans these days. So here, here is Ronald Reagan, and the topic is socialized medicine. And remember, the 1970s is when this commentary was penned and enunciated. And wait till you hear how many similarities are between then and today. But the difference between then and today is then people stood up and said no. Today, nobody's fighting for these principles. The campaign goes on to bring health care in America out of the free market system and into the protective custody of government. 
Those who brought us the Postal Service and Amtrak are anxious to provide medical service of the same high caliber. What is hard to understand, or come to think of it may not be so hard to understand, is the American Medical Association's reluctance to fight back. The AMA, the American Medical Association, who came out when the rumors started circulating that the Republicans had a deal and that they were going to vote on this, the AMA said, nope, we want socialism. We want social. We want government involved in your health care, said the American Medical Association, as did AARP. And by the way, I highly suggest the conservative alternatives to those groups for your patronage. AARP and the American Medical Association have betrayed this nation. They have betrayed this nation in jumping in bed with President Obama and the traitorous insurance companies. And they may have won. This is this is why I sounded so oh, depressed is the wrong word. Just not happy yesterday. Because this a signal has been sent that perhaps conservatism is lost. The free market is lost. And that these sellouts at the American Medical Association and AARP along with their allies in the Democrat Party and the extremist left wing in this country and the likes of Obama have won. There is no equivalent to Ronald Reagan. And the left wing is taking full advantage of it because I, I cannot... He, he was on talk radio, well, the precursor to talk radio here, folks. But as many of you would remember, he spoke just as eloquently about conservatism in, in a way that people got. They understood it. But uh, even back then, the AMA, and, and you're going to hear Reagan give them the benefit of the doubt, saying they are war-weary, you know, because of these constant pushes of leftists trying to abandon the free market and healthcare. And the AMA used to be one of the, the biggest proponents of the free market system in medical care. Not anymore. As I said, they're sellouts now. But even back then, they were showing signs of buckling. After decades of all-out war against socialized medicine, is it possible that combat fatigue has set in? Heaven knows the energy and determination of those who want to put government in charge of our health has been untiring and persistent. The Medical Association gave in to war weariness and endorsed a national health insurance bill which would force all employers to provide health insurance benefits for their employees. Probably the association figured government would have less chance to interfere in the doctor-patient relationship. Under that, By the way, before he continues, does that sound familiar? Government stepping in, forcing employers to provide for insurance for their employees? Yep. Obamacare. Again, this is the 1970s. Under such a program. Someplace along the line, however, the troops rallied and the association withdrew its support of the bill. But the defense line once breached is hard to restore. The insurance business, which should be opposed to government medicine, is supporting a bill which, just by coincidence, I'm sure, calls for a heavy government subsidy for the buying of private health insurance. Sound familiar? Obamacare. The insurance industry back in the 1970s tried to foist this on the American people where they would have government force you to buy their crappy product. They didn't succeed back then. They succeeded in 2009. 
and what Crownhammer said yesterday and what I said yesterday, in so doing, they changed the complexion of the United States of America, where now people feel entitled to have health care and health insurance paid for by somebody else and given to them. It's a right, they think. They're wrong, but they think this. And if we think it, and thus we must be able to impose it through force of government. There were no cooler heads. There was no sanity in this debate, either yesterday or back in 2008, 2009. But back in the 70s, there was. Much of the opposition to government medicine has been based on the better quality of medicine we have here in America, where the providing of health care is still largely in the free market. On these broadcasts, I've tried to debunk the claims of the socialized medicine advocates by citing comparisons between medical quality, availability, and cost here and in other countries. A typical example is an incident told by Congressman Bob Bauman. On a trip to England, he asked an English woman, attractive except for some facial scars, what she thought of their National Health Service. She approved of it and said, well, we all get our medical care free, you know. Free. We all get... Now, she had some scars on her face because she didn't get timely care. But you know it was free. Which is where we are going in the United States of America. Oh yeah, it, it's it, well, look, look at the Obamacare plans. The bronze, the silver, the gold. You, you have to buy a whole bunch of garbage you don't need. They're crap. Oh, but it's free, you know, for some folks. It's free, you know. That's, that's the allure. Yes, it's crap, but it's free. Yes, it's, I, I don't get to see a doctor, but I have insurance. More people are insured under Obamacare. Congratulations, can you see a doctor? Well, no, but I'm insured. Terrific. That isn't true, of course. They're taxed far more heavily than we are, and their health service takes a big bite of those taxes. Then she said, it is rather slow. I had to wait eight years for an appointment with a dermatologist about my face. Eight years. Folks, back in the 1970s, this, this was forecasting. You go down this road and this is what you get. You, you can look over in Europe right now and you see the horror story after horror story after horror story from their government-run healthcare institutions. And people over here in America go, yeah, I want that. <laughs> I want that. The idiots in America actually think, I'm, I'm talking about the libs, of course. And now it seems the Republican Party has joined them, who actually think that socialism can be perfected. She then had to wait another year before treatment could begin. She repeated, though, quote, but it is free, unquote. There's another argument against socialized medicine which hasn't been used as much as it should when you think of the sense of fair play that is characteristic of Americans. George Meany of the AFL-CIO is all out for a national health plan. But how would he react if someone proposed that the skilled workers he represents would have to become government employees to practice their skill? Do any of us have the right to tell the members of any profession or trade they must become government employees in order to pursue their chosen work? Of course, we all want to ensure that no one is denied needed medical care because of poverty. And we've done better than most countries to provide that care. 
But wouldn't it violate everything we believe in to adopt a system based on the idea that the patients have a right to a doctor's services without regard for his right to say how and on what terms those services will be delivered? This is Ronald Reagan. Thanks for listening. There was just a news report last night on Fox News detailing how in rural America it takes a lot of these people hours to travel to to uh, a city or a town where there's a doctor because they live so far out to go see a doctor. Well, that's not fair. That's not fair. Government's going to fix it. Once we turn it all over to government, then government will be telling doctors, oh, I know you'd like to live in Chicago, or I can't imagine anybody wanting to live there, but I'm just giving that as an example. Uh, Or you want to live in San Diego, or you want to live in... Manchester, you want to live in uh, Dallas. Sorry, you're needed in Tuscaloosa, Ohio. (laughs) And you must go there if you want to continue to practice medicine, that is. It's not too far off, folks. Just one of the many reasons why I'm begging, I'm imploring the Republicans, turn around somebody, for God's sakes. Stand up and say no more. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.